What is up, JT Talks Podcast? And this is episode 46 of the JT Talks Podcast. Right now, at the time I'm recording this, it is about to be 2 a.m. in the morning. Yes, later than usual. The reason was because, number one, I was updating some stuff. I was doing some new things, creating some new stuff for my YouTube channel and potentially new art for the podcast. I've been working on that lately, so I've been working on some new art. You know, I've been working lately, and um, that's pretty much, you know, why. So, um, even though this is going to be a very, 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 very late time of me recording this, I'll, I'll live, I'll survive, you know, it's going to be fine, honestly, and we're chilling, we're going to get right into this. So, for episode 46, as your host, JG Talks, you know, I forgot to say that, but I'll just say it, as your host, JG Talks, we are going to be talking about takeaways from the Ravens week one game against the Jets. Now, the reasons why I wanted to get on this is because I feel like there is so much more to talk about. And no, before you say this is not a recap, like I said, if you don't know what a takeaway is, this is like things that are key points, key factors, new things. You know what I mean? That's what a takeaway is. So I'm sure everybody knows if you are over the age of 10 then you should know what that word means. But, you know, just maybe if somebody doesn't know what it means, you know, I'll help them out. So, um, number one, before I start off with anything, I wanted to say a few words before we really get onto this topic. Um, unfortunately, Kyler Fuller is out for the season. And this is rough. This is really, really rough. And it's going to be hard for the Ravens to lose another player for an entire season. And that's the issue with Ravens. The Ravens players and just the Ravens have had so many injuries over last year, including into this year, which we're really praying that we don't get that because we can tell that it was really, really affecting us. And it's still going to be affecting us to this day. And it sucks that on week one, man. On week one, game one, it just sucks to see a player get hurt like that. It sucks to see any player get hurt because, you know, you never want a player to get hurt. They're, you just want them to play a sport. What, whether how much you dislike them, never wish injury on another player because that's just respectful sportsmanship. And that is just what you should be hoping, hoping, because I mean, if you hope a player gets hurt, which I've had several people tell me, I hope Lamar gets hurt. The many of those people are just bad people and not good sportsmen. You know what I'm saying? Not good sportsmen, because they're just it. Why? Why does that need to come out your mouth? It's just no. Just why? So the other thing I want to say is um. Unfortunate news, and I know this has nothing to do with the Ravens, but I just want to say this. Rest in peace to PMB Rock at the age of 30. And that really, really sucks because, man, when I tell you I love PMB Rock, man, honestly, he was so talented, so special with singing and rapping aspects. He was such a talented artist. He had so many great hits, um, just so many great things. Uh, he had many years with Kodak, and he was he was an icon on the Fast and the Furious, um, you know, soundtrack. And man, 
I'm just telling you, he is an inspirational artist and condolences to his girlfriend and his family. So I wish condolences to them. But I just wanted to say that out of respect. So rest in peace, PNB Rock. Um, We're going to be sending prayers his way and going to be uh spreading prayers also for Kyler Fuller and the players that, you know, have gotten injured. Um, So, yeah. Also, another thing that is football related, but not Ravens, would also be Dak Prescott. If you didn't know, um, Dak Prescott is out six to eight weeks with a thumb injury and he has to get surgery. So that definitely does suck for the Cowboys and probably going to be something that is really, really going to affect their season because many people can even say their season is over right now. Um, I was watching uh, Shannon and Skip. Uh, yesterday morning and um, I really like how Skip defended the Cowboys he defended the Cowboys with his life saying that they would do good you know but they need a talented roster and they need the other people to go to work to win games and let Dak Prescott come back and start cooking again which I totally believe that even though Dak Prescott did not have a great game against the Bucks and got injured I still think that Dak is a good quarterback. Dak Prescott, in my opinion, is a good quarterback. A lot of people say he's bad, overrated, when he's not that bad of a quarterback. He is decent. And I think he has much more to prove. He has much more to prove. So it does suck that he's injured. And uh, to the Cowboys fans, I wish you all the best of luck. But let's get on to the takeaways of the Ravens week one game against the Jets. Now, tackling. If you don't know the Baltimore Ravens, then if you don't know the tackling problem in Baltimore, then you either A, don't like the Ravens, B, don't watch the Ravens, or three, you don't care. But I'm going to hope you don't pick three, and we're just going to remove three from the options. So again, tackling in Baltimore was such a huge problem problem last year and it's been a problem for years years I mean years Ravens tackling looked really great against the Jets and I really really enjoyed what the Ravens could do and we saw great tackling um Patrick Queen had some great tackles um there was a lot of players that just did that just went to work in that Jets game there was a lot of players who went to work in that Jets game and um I'm going to say that tackling is very, very impressive. It's very, 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 very impressive. So I'm glad that, you know, we can get that tackling off. Because the tackling last year, when Ravens, they could not wrap up. They could not wrap up. Like, they literally did not wrap up. It was such a huge issue last year, like literally. Um, I remember like being there last year, Ing Raven talked about this so much that they did not wrap up when they would do tackles. They did not wrap up at all, which is disappointing, honestly, which is honestly disappointing. So disappointing. So, so, so disappointing. But... I'm glad the Ravens could fix that problem because their tackling looked really great against the Jets. I really like we were wrapping up. We were getting hard hits. We were getting great tackles in that game. And it looks a lot more efficient than last season because last season, 
even besides the injuries, um, you know, besides the injuries, that really was still a huge issue. But it looks like the Ravens, you know, they've gotten their stuff together. And I'm not saying fully, I'm not saying that, oh my God, the Ravens are going to be A plus tier in tackling. I'm just saying it's a big improvement from last year because last year was just really, really rough for the Ravens to get off tackles, man. It it was rough. Um, Another thing I want to say is um, Lamar. Lamar, what I mean by this, the passing. The passing is another takeaway from this game. The passing was great. I loved it. Lamar, I went back into watching um, the highlights. You know, when I was in school, when I was on my breaks, I went back to watch the highlights because I wanted to see some of those passes that Lamar was throwing. And man, I tell you, they were beautiful passes, man. The passes have gotten so 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 much better man and it's so and I'm so glad to see Lamar doing well passing the ball and I mean we have many good things aka um there's many of them uh let's talk about the one with Devin Duvernay when he when he was down the field and Dever do and and, and Duve made that crazy catch it was a such a nice catch and it was like, mm, it was a beautiful throw, though. And Lamar, man, his passing just looks so much better. He can fling the ball off, flick the ball. I, it's beautiful. The passing game looks good already. And that's another thing why Ravens do need the targets. Um, Robinson, I'm going to hope that he has a better game than he did last game. Because, um, you know, even though he did his stuff, I'm just saying hopefully he'll heat up. But like I said, Lamar now is an efficient passer. You could tell that he is not even running the ball. He does not want to run the ball. He even stated that he does not want to run the ball, I believe. And, um, yeah, like he even stated that he did not want to run the ball. He even stated he did not want to run the ball. And um, it was honestly just a beautiful passing game. Uh, I love the throw to Rashad Bateman. And I love those dimes and dots that Lamar could just pull off. And he just throws these fast, beautiful passes. And it was beautiful. It was honestly beautiful. Um, I also saw another play with Mark Andrews, which was a really clean pass. And Lamar, I love how he just flicks the ball. I love how it looks. It's honestly satisfying when he throws the football. It's honestly satisfying. I just love I just love to see it, man. Because Lamar is just such a great player, such a great quarterback, man, and I'm telling you. It's going to be one heck of a season for him, and I could tell his passing is just going to get even better with every single game. So with that game, like I said, even from last episode, for the people that said Lamar cannot pass, this shuts them up. This easily shuts them up. Now, um, another takeaway that I have in this game was coaching. Now, I know what you're saying. 
coaching. Last year, again, like I said, Ravens had kind of problems. And I'm not saying that, oh my God, the Ravens coaching is so amazing. Wow, Ravens coaching is the greatest thing ever. We're not. Honestly, we're mid. We're mid at it, you know? And I'm not calling John Harbaugh. I'm talking about the one and only Greg Roman. The one and only Greg Roman. But I'm not going to get on him because I could go on for two days about about how I don't like Greg Roman and what he has done wrong for the team. But again, that's not what this episode's about. This episode is not about Greg Roman. So we're not going to be talking about Greg Roman. Maybe in the future we'll be talking about some Greg Roman, but not today. Um, but like I said, coaching, I feel like, was a lot better. Because if you saw last year, the Ravens would try to play pretty a lot. And just like, just like Ingravid says... You don't need to play pretty. Don't play pretty. You don't need to play pretty. They're tr- they're trying to play pretty. And I think that's another thing with the coaching. I feel like they were actually picking these good plays and they were going in smart, even though it was a little bit, eh, but like I said, it was good. It was getting the job done and we could handle business against the Jets. And I really think that the coaching was decent. The coaching really was an improvement from what last year was. Because as you could tell, I mean, they the Ravens would just play pretty. It did not make sense. They didn't need to, but they played pretty for no reason. They tried and they tried and they tried. And it was a failure. It was just a failure. And they don't need to play pretty. Play your game and sit there. That's all they need to do. Play your game. Do you nah, do your game. Do your game. You don't have to be efficient. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to start making all these plays like you're another team or you're you're somebody that you're not. Do your game. And that's honestly just a great statement. That's honestly a great statement. But also, I also wanted to put this in here. Um, if anybody that like does sports um content, I would love to have another sports person on the podcast talking. It would be great. So if you're ever going against the Ravens and you make football content, or if you're a Ravens fan, Join the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up. Join the podcast, bro. I will I am down to let you in. I've been looking for guests for a long time. And um yeah. And honestly, there's a couple guests I'm I I want to have on, but again, we'll have to save it for when I'm much bigger. Um one one that I really want will be the guy I've been watching since my childhood. The one and only that I can make reference to in like every podcast episode. Ang Raven. That is one of my things. In my football content of podcast, whether it's for 10 minutes of having him on the show, I just want to have a sit down talk with, with Ang Raven and talk some ball. And talk some ball. That would be awesome.
That would be awesome. That is something that I want to happen. But obviously, we're not big enough, but we're going to make it there. You know what I'm saying? We're going to progress and progress and progress. But like I said, let, let's keep on going with uh, what I'm talking about. The defense. The defense was locked in. Defense is looking hot this year. They're looking ready to go and play ball. Because when I tell you Patrick Queen was doing amazing, Washington was playing amazing, there were so many players that were getting the jobs done. Williams played amazing. The defense is one of the biggest takeaways from this Jets game. Honestly, the defense was playing beautifully. Beautifully. Beautifully defense. Beautifully playing defense. It was awesome. Yeah, sure. They might have had some uh-ohs in there. Let plays get off that probably shouldn't have got off. But the defense looks really, really solid. And I think that's one of my favorite things from the game. And the defense really, really, really does look good. The defense really, really does look good. The defense really, really looks good. Um... Another thing I want to say, which was a takeaway from this game, was, and I'm pretty sure this will be just simple. I mean, obviously, this is just a simple takeaway, clearly. The next takeaway I would have would be catching. I feel like the Ravens, sure, the receivers and tight end, you know, had the drops. They have the drops there and then. Of course, they had the drops. All teams are going to get some drops. But besides that, there was not many drops in this game. Not many at all. Not many drops in this game. And the receivers looked like they were ready to go. They also looked very locked in. And I really appreciated that. Like Duvernay. Duvernay came in that game, not only was getting open and had them contested catches and contested touchdowns, which was really, really awesome to see. And I'm just glad to see that the receivers are doing as well as, you know, we want them to play because I feel like the receivers, they could, they were catching the football very well. There was few, few drops, not that many. Not like what we would see last year because last year drops were really, really bad. And that's another thing. Drops are not a huge thing in Baltimore. But I think when it comes to the more important games and playoffs, drops are really, really crucial for the Ravens. Because as you can see with um, Mark Andrews, he has a huge issue of dropping the ball when it comes to he gets some slipper hands, he gets some buttery hands whenever he be in the playoffs and is in something important and that's no hate to him as a tight end. But that's just, you know, how how he is and honestly it's understandable. But like I said, um I'm glad that we were good on catching and I think that was another takeaway from this football game. So, um, yeah. That is going to wrap it up 
for episode 46 of the JT Talks podcast. If you guys did enjoy, don't forget to like, follow the podcast, tell me what I could do better. And like I said, if you do want to come on the show and talk some football, you are welcome to come on the show. And um, yeah, honestly, hope y'all guys have a good rest of your day, night, whenever you're watching this. And thanks for watching. Peace out.